Welcome to Brain Disco, a podcast made in beautiful Cape Town. Your host is Tony Heil. Today with the single in Cape Town edition. So our single today is Adrian. Welcome, Adrian. Thank you very much. Um, Adrian, you've got a wonderful voice. So you've been part yes. of the putting the fun back into funeral. Yes. I'm and you also called in for the um, what would you do with your life if you would be 10 mm. times bolder. So our listeners have heard your voice before. So I'm sure you'll be successful. That's my popular mind. Again, great to have you here. So I made us Madeleines to keep us stuffed and some coffee. And mm. um, yeah, tell me how you're doing today. Um, well, late lunch or snack was were very good. I uh, really enjoyed that. But today has been a good day. I mean, but for the wind outside, it's been a very relaxing day. It was a flippin' windy day. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Cape Town, eh? It is. So, um, what we'll do now is we'll eat Madeleine's drink coffee, chat, and if you like what you hear and you like Adrian's voice, you can just send us an email. <laughs> Braindiscopodcast at gmail.com. Cool. So I prepped a couple of questions and I just uh, go for it. So Adrian, give me a couple of random words that describe yourself. Oh, jeez. Um, kind. Um, loving, I'd say probably. Not too good at like self-like selling here, but um, a kind, loving. Um, what's the other one? Not gracious, but... Um, I'd say kind, loving, loyal, definitely, mm -hmm. and um, soft, big softy. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> mm. Awesome. And um, what kind of family did you grow up in? Um, Set a bit of the scene. So, well, English and Afrikaans, so mom, Afrikaans, dad, English, very kind of traditional-ish kind of thing, not too strict. Um, in terms of like a religious or cultural vibe, but um, yeah, just the regular families in the family in the eighties, basically. Two kids, um, got an older brother, and um, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty stable, I'd say. Mm. In in inverted commas, you know, like like any family, there's stuff you got your shit going. Everything on. is totally normal yeah. and totally fucked yeah. up. Um, situation normal yeah all like that yeah your parents are still married yes yeah they're still together um going on almost 40 years i think sure so um with the ups and downs as you as with a lot of people i'm sure of course um but yeah very solid house i mean the one thing that's like there's always a home you know no matter what you can be um down and out or anything can go wrong all right in your life and Home will always be home. Mm. There will always be a space. Amazing. You know, so that's always nice to know. Mm. What were um, some life lessons that your parents passed on to you? From my dad, I'd probably say like a, a work ethic, second to none. I mean, not that I have that, but um, it's something to admire and it's, it's aspire to. Like he can never sit still. He will. He's a bit of a perfectionist as well. So he will build something and like be pissed off with himself because it's not 100% perfect. So I think that type of work ethic um, is very important. Um, from my mom's side, again, like a loving home, again, like that space where you're always welcome and you can always come back to, you know, that type of love, unconditional love from mm. a mother, I guess, you know, that you'll just, no matter what, no matter how badly you messed up, she'll always be there for you, you know? So you grew up um, in 
Pau, Pau yes. but also in other places, right? Um, not or was much. it mainly Pau? Mainly Pau. Most of my, like, um, I've probably been there most of my life. I mean, I was in Pretoria for a few years, mm. Goodwood, I was born in Goodwood, and Okay. Rosenville even. Oh wow, I love Rosenville, yeah. For a year or two, but cool. I was I was tiny. I mean I, I think some of my first memories are from Rosenville. Yeah. Don't know much about what happened in Goodwood. Um yeah, then Pretoria and then yeah, Paul from like nineteen ninety, so most of my like childhood years like Paul Charm. Paul Paul's been at yeah, yeah. Paul's been the place. Yeah. Is there something when you think of Paul that comes mm. to your mind? Like what is the charm that Paul has? Um I always say it's like it's a beautiful place, just a pity about the people. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> no, there are some nice people there, um, but it does have like a bit of a, um, I would say a click vibe, but like some snobbish vibe to it. Really? To a certain hmm. degree, yeah. So if you're not um, in with a certain crowd or work at a certain place, then it's kind of hard to break into, I guess. Um, but it is beautiful. I mean, it is one of, one of the most beautiful places around no? mm. so very happy to be there so what are some um things that have sh shaped your childhood like some do you have specific memories of your childhood that were maybe some key moments yeah, um, it doesn't have to be a big deal mm, mm. like the story but it made an impact on you i'd probably say my time in the foot trackers of all things yeah tell me about yeah it's it's like i don't know them but i know that it's, it's, um, it's, it's like the boy like scouts, scouts yeah just better because they have goals mm -hmm. so um <laughs> and that was i mean started that primary school went all the way through high school with it and i think the friendships i made there was still some of the strongest and long longest lasting um and just the well the shit you caused there like the katakwat mm. the like the naughtiness and the, the fun you had it was like really like innocent like child fun you know like childlike stuff that you just like go out you don't no care in the world and i think that was there was a bit of discipline involved as well so it was really formative and then like and at the age that you go there um it really shapes you i think yeah how often were there four tracker meetups like is it like a weekly it thing? was a weekly thing yeah. but then like once or twice a year you'd have like a provincial camp Oh, awesome. So like see, in the big holidays. Yeah, so mm. you'll see your mates from, from Paul like every week. Um, you might not be in the same school, but you'll see each other on Friday. Mm. And then you'll see your other friends from like other towns, like Durbanville, Brackenfell, mm. like once or twice a year. And that would be like massive excitement to see mm. each other again. Like, big highlight of the Oh, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's actually, mm. I agree. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I grew up in Germany, mm. but I also went to camps most school holidays mm. and that's really where the time without the parents with other kids your age yeah. with their program for excitement and mm. camping sitting around the fire that's really where it's like memory time yeah right? i mean yeah. you figure out a lot of stuff about yourself i think there i mean even at that age we may not sure what you're doing or figure what you're figuring out yeah but it's stuff like that you can reflect on later and be like well that kind of put me on a path to be a certain person, you know, mm. and they also challenge you and like they put you in situations. You have to like plays and like sing. Mm. You might not be a great singer or very confident in your acting ability, but you do it. Yeah, I mean because you don't you don't care if you if you make an ass of yourself because you're in front of your friends and it's it's fun. Mm. You know, so, so the four trackers are the great memory. It's awesome. What is your um, current approach to life? Yeah, um. Probably should say something like 
live your best life. And but like, there's yeah, nothing you should but say. That's definitely not the what, case. What is the? What's the? Um, take it as it comes. Yeah. Um. Really, there's no. If it. If it goes, it goes. If it doesn't, then change tact and go somewhere else or go into a different direction. And um, as long as you are, I think, well, happy would be like, if you're happy in what you do, that's great. But also just, I think satisfied is even um, enough, you know, mm -hmm. to be satisfied in what you do and and moving in the right direction, what feels right to you. Mm -hmm. It's all about that feeling, you know. Yeah. If you have that feeling about like, the confidence in yourself, like, yes, this is, this feels right to me, go with it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I like that, yeah. How do you um, like to spend time when you're at home? Like, what are certain things that are typical for you? Like, I know you like to bry, you love yes, brine, yes. but you're not just the normal mm. South African that likes to bry, you're also quite specific about bread and meat. Tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, so, um, obviously, over and above the bry because um, I always say a good weekend is when you bry at least four times. Wow, over three days. that is so, so long. So you've got, you got Friday, Saturday, twice on Saturday and once on Sunday. <laughs> but I um, also like to bake a bit. I've um, got a five-year-old niece, so she helps me a lot. And so that's something we do together quite often. Sometimes it's, it's, it takes a bit more time with her, but you do it because it's, it's so much fun, you know, and it's nice and relaxing. I do enjoy it. Mm. Um, so the brying, the baking... And also just like doing nothing sometimes, just like completely spacing out. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about the baking. Mm -hmm. Like, like you specialize on certain breads. And I do, I do breads. Um, just the regular um, white loaf, I guess. And mm -hmm. then I do spice it up a little bit with like cheese and onion variety, or spinach and feta, um, feta and olives. I do cupcakes, muffins. Wow. Um, yeah. So there's there's a few things I can like. Yeah. Into, I guess. What is something you buy which always works out great? Are you like a choppy guy or more like? Chops, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> growing up with, with, with an older brother, I mean, he usually um, hogs the, the brine. Yeah. And so you don't get a lot of opportunity to brine. So whenever he's home and then we buy steak and then like, I'll just like, there's no contest. I, yeah. can't, I can't do that. So um, chops, um, like it's, yeah, chops, pork, pork strippies, and, and a braadwerky. So I know the answer to my next question, but I'm sure there's more. <laughs> so where and when are you the happiest? Around a fire? Yes, but yeah. are you like a mountain guy? You love the sea? You love to be in the desert? Is there like something, especially nature or a certain situation where you say, this is usually where I'm at my happiest? I wouldn't say a specific place or if it's like mountain or sea. Mm. Um, I'd say anywhere really. It can be any place. I don't have a preference. So I have to be. I have to see the sea or the mountains. Mm. I do like the mountains, um, but I think surrounded by good people, mm -hmm. and it's the happiest is when you like take that moment where you like maybe not involved in the conversation, or you come back from getting a drink or something. You just like watch everybody interacting, mm. you know, and you like appreciate that moment for what it is. You know, that really is quite a a nice thing to reflect on. Mm. So I know you're a photographer. <laughs> Tell us a little bit like about when when was mm. the first time you picked up a camera? Is it quite recent or a long time? Oh. No, I didn't like grow up with it. Mm. Um, but it was after school and oh, I took photos and I had like um, small cameras, all like digital was just starting I think and it was like 
tiniest of like LCDs at the back. You can't couldn't really see what you were yeah. shooting. Um, <laughs> and I shot and a lot of photos. And friends of mine said, well, kept saying, like, oh, you take nice photos. And I was like, yeah, you're just being nice because you're my friends. You know, and um, that didn't stop. So I was like, maybe there's some truth to it. So saved some money, got a decent camera, and then it just went They got more there. decent with the time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so the photos kind of was always there. So it was just like, some, at some point you have to make that call and say, well, fuck it, let's go for it. You know? yeah, yeah, cool. Is there something you collect like, or even like yeah. a random collection, like um, you've got like a massive amount of shoes or bright or cookbooks <laughs> or something. Is there something where, you, where others will tell you you've got an unusual amount of something specific? Not really. No, um, you're not a collector type. No, I used to collect these commemorative Coke cans when I was a kid. Tell whenever whenever a World Cup came about, okay, they would have like all the countries with their flags or logos or whatever on the cans. You still have those? They're still in the box somewhere. Okay. Definitely have those. <laughs> But nothing, nothing like nothing no recent no, collection. No. Yeah. Um, so imagine you're traveling, you're going to a new city. What is something you would like to do there? Like, are you the type that will look for the hippest area in town, cool coffee shops and or more touristy stuff, monuments, or you just randomly walk around town to see? Like, what do you do when you're new in a city? Randomly just walk around. Mm -hmm. Well, go to the place you stay, drop your ship and go. Doesn't matter how tired you are, mm -hmm. just get out and walk, basically. Because, um, yeah, and just look up, you know, look around, look at the people, um, see what's around, you know. It's not like I have to go to this place or that place. Um, initially, I'll just go. Mm. There's no, like, set plan. Mm. Um, what's a place where you've been to that really made a impression on you? You know, I know there are places mm -hmm. when you travel that are great to see and cool, mm -hmm. I've been there now, but others where you're like, that really, like you got hooked, you really want to know more, discover more, go back. Is there a place like that? There is. I mean, um, I went to Italy a few years back and did all the touristy vibes and the pretty places and um, like as nice as what they were, Milan was probably the favorite. It was probably the ugliest of the places we went to in terms of like architecture and like just like the look of the city. And, but it had that like gritty feel to it. Mm. It's got both actually. Yeah, it can be super got, fancy and super. There's some areas to it, but there was like rough, just yeah. like this grit to yeah. it, and like you always get the feeling of like shit gets done here. Yeah. You know. Cool. It's not like Rome where it's like oh everything's so pretty and like, um, but Milan was like let's get down to business. Mm. You know. So you'd like to go back there. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. If I had the chance. Yeah. Mm. What a. If you are a gold person, mm -hmm. what are personal goals you have at the moment? Um, probably make, be more consequent in my work, you know, um, be more consistent in, in execution, I guess, you know. I mean, we all, I think we all have like a, a goal or a place you would like to end up at some point, but I think it's more about how you get there. So it's, it's great to have that like vision for wherever and whatever, but It's about the small steps you do or make to get there. Mm. And I'll probably say like being more consistent with those steps mm. to get there will be the goal or a smaller goal yeah. to the next goal. Yeah. Taking it as it comes though. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, imagine yourself in 30, 40 years. 
What is a like a dream scenario for in let's say 30, 40 years? I just think how old I'll be then. Um, um, <laughs> you'll be a bit older. You'll be called the old man by younger ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm old by some people. So, um, yeah. Um Adrian. Yeah. Or maybe um Adrian. They will be a proper one, you know. That's If you funny. stay in um, <laughs> I think. I mean, that's kind of the age of a lot of my uncles and, and aunts at the moment and just thinking how they approach things and what they do. And um, the thing is, knowing, knowing what I know now, because whenever I get an opportunity to spend time with them, I jump at it. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm the first one to say, like, definitely going for that ride, you know. Um, so if I'm in that situation, I will appreciate the young people. I wouldn't say not that, not that they don't appreciate us, but like, I really like yeah. appreciate that, you know, like that time that you can spend with people, um, old, young and old. I mean, but like that family connection or friends, um, because I mean that's you. You shouldn't be doing too much then. Why? Other, other, other than chill, <laughs> you should be chilling very hard. You're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, appreciating that time. Yeah, you know? and it's very similar to now. I think you know, like mm. um, just take it as it comes, you know, and appreciating what you have and mm. the time that you get have with people. Mm. Last question. What's the next thing for you? Like, what's up next? Next to taking it as it comes, but there um, has to be something that you say, this needs to happen soon -ish. You want to make it happen. Oh, there's a few things. I've got a few fingers and a few different pies or ideas that are like floating around um, over more, and above the photography. More baking? There's the more baking thing. There's well, more photo, photo thing. Did you um, once say you make candles? Making candles? Or is that a random no, thing I picked no, up somewhere? Was, was is that a joke? Put your baker candles <laughs> Oh, then I didn't see it in that yes. relation. No, so it's I was a lost in translation thing. I was working in the yeah. at the time, and I think that was the profile of some sorts, yeah. So um, don't quite make candles. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, getting but back. But why not, eh? Getting back into a butchery vibe, maybe my own thing. Um, butchering is kind of in the family. So. That's an avenue that I'm really interested in exploring more mm. um, for myself. And that and the baking and the photos, it's quite an mm. odd combination maybe, but it's something that excites me. Mm. Um, and the thing is, you can probably do a little bit of everything. Absolutely. So like, I like that type of um, diversity to, to life, you know, mm. that you're not um, stuck in one one track, you know, all the time. That's yeah. a nice end because we met at a butchery and it's yes. been a lot about food, so very cool. Adrian, thanks so much for hanging out You're and welcome. coming thanks to chat to me. me. Yeah, cool, fun. thank you very much. Thanks. If it's you that wants to go on a date, email Adrian on braindiscopodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Brain Disco, a podcast made in Cape Town. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your podcast-loving friends and rate it on iTunes so others can find it. Find us on Instagram as Braindisco Podcast. There we post recommendations of our favorite podcasts and things related to our current episodes. Till next time, goodbye, tutsins and hamba gachle.